the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern and this week, instead of saying once again, I'm here with Gary Green. Um, I, uh, Gary, and he was actually going to join us, which he's such a great guy. I, I really love that guy. Don't tell anybody that I really do like him because I don't want anybody to know that after these like 30 years plus or minus, I really am pretty fond of the gentleman. But this morning we have, and we don't do this very often, but this morning we have a guest with us in the studio, or I have a guest in the studio with me, who I've known for a few years now, and um, he's a very nice gentleman who got into the auto industry about 10 years ago. And since then has worked in a, like a fleet internet um, department or, or worked his way into that position several years ago. And I, I believe he helps clients purchase um, a few different types of brands, um, not just one brand, but a few different types of brands. Correct. And, and, and the reason, there, there, he, there he is. It's Monty, by the way. Um, can you want to introduce yourself? I, I was going to tell a little bit more about you, but um, why don't you say hi? And sure. There's, there's no set way to do this. Um, yeah, my name is Monty Hoskins, and I'm a, a commercial fleet manager. So I mainly deal with a lot of the business aspects of it, the, you know, the white work trucks and vans you see. But I also you know, do help individuals and do help uh, their, their employees of their companies. And so it's, it's a little bit different than your average kind of retail car business job sales job but uh yeah it's fun now did you ever out of curiosity for the audience did, did you ever actually do the the regular car selling part before working in the department you work in now or i i did actually i worked at a uh, jeep dealership back in 1989 and 90 when the cherokee was super popular and everybody had to have it and they just kind of had that resurgence and uh, I, 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 I recall that they, they they were very popular. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, uh, um, you know, didn't know much about car sales in general. So I just kind of followed the lead. But, you know, it was one of those things. I did it, starved and said, yeah, I'm going to go mow lawns. I can make more money and, and okay. literally did. So. Well, um, well, it's not the glory story of the auto industry the first time around. <laughs> right. um, but apparently about 10 years ago, plus or minus, you, you chose to get back into the auto industry. And obviously it didn't work out the same or you would be mowing, mowing lawns again, right? Uh, so. cor- correct. Yeah. I got lucky and got hired in a, uh, uh, directly into a commercial fleet department uh, that was growing back then. And that was kind of as things were coming off the last economic turndown. And, and it's still, that was, you know, coming in in May of 2011, that was that was still pretty some rough times till about you know, we, mid-12. We, we started 
our, our radio show on the air in April of 2011. Okay. So pretty familiar with what was going on sure. at that time, or at least, you know, Gary and I, um, you know, obviously it's right around the time we started doing what we do. And so um, obviously working out much different than the time before. And the, the reason that I invited Monty on the, on the air with us today was a couple of reasons. One, um, I, I, kind of thought it might be more enjoyable for the audience to have not just me. I'm kind of boring, I think. Um, the other reason is over the last you know few months and several weeks, I've talked about um, inventory levels at, at dealerships and supply and demand at dealerships. And, and you know, it's, it's, I guess, you know, from the outside looking in, you know, Gary and I obviously see um, a, a very stark contrast between normal times and and today and so i invited monty hoping that he might kind of share um what his experience with the the brand that he's now he's with chevrolet and you know we kind of make a rule about not saying good or bad things about any dealership so for right now we're we're not gonna to mention where specifically he works i may even change that who knows but for right now the the key is that he he works in the commercial fleet department for a large chevrolet dealership actually in our in our department we actually do carry multiple brands i I, I, I mentioned that and i and without giving it away um i essentially um if you need assistance in, in that area, um, as he just shared, he's able to help with some other brands as well. And so for now, um, as it relates to Chevrolet in particular, um, what's different today versus, say, a year ago when, when you know, or shortly after COVID hit, when I would assume inventories were just perfectly normal and COVID hits and now we're a couple months into COVID. Tell me, if you don't mind, from your perspective, what's happened? So... A year ago, it was a very, very different environment. You know, when everybody was going to get locked down at home, the uh, all the auto manufacturers and a lot of economists, quite frankly, believed that nobody was going to be buying cars. Were they wrong, or were they wrong? They were wrong. They yes. were very wrong. Um, and fortunately for us, at, the, at a state, you know, uh, tax level for the registrations and those types of things, you know, they were they were figuring about a hundred million dollars shortfall in their in their budget just from registrations and renewals. Lack of revenue. Yeah. I, so, what was the? Did you, did you happen to see how much they actually gained versus how much they lost? Did you happen to see that statistic? I didn't see that exact statistic. I, I bet it was a huge amount though that they uh, must have gained based on what actually happened. Yeah, but most of the time when I was hearing the numbers, they were like. Well, at least it wasn't that. You know, it wasn't what we, we thought it was going to be, and well, that's good. Well, what that did is, you know, a lot of manufacturing these days is done with what they call just-in-time manufacturing. So it's not that we have, you know, six months of supplies around, which they may in some cases, but stuff is just shipped and moved on, and so that way they're not sitting on tons of inventory, parts, what have you. And that was certainly very much the way things were going was they were building this stuff that way and so a lot of them in fact i've heard some you know they talk about chip shortages which i'll circle back to in a minute that's more that's a more recent thing going on right now well sort of it started a year ago so what happened was is that some of the chip manufacturers um got you know their the, the manufacturer auto manufacturers or different types of manufacturers came to them and said whoa we're experienced. We're going to expect a economic downturn, so we're going to reduce our number of orders. 
So what does the chip manufacturer do? Go, okay, well, I can't build any chips. I've got this staff here. Guess i got to lay them off. Well, then they've, they're, they've got a skilled trade, so they go and work for somebody else that didn't necessarily take the hit on the orders. And now that the demand came back up, they don't have the staff to do it. That was kind of one section of it. So the subsequent ripple effect, um, and again, his – well, please continue. Um, so – so we had we had that uh, that shortage that really started back then, and then you had the shift to everyone staying at home. So you have all these things they're investing in their home: the electronics, the uh, the new computers, the new everything that they need to be able to work remotely from home. They didn't necessarily have a home office before. Oh, now that you know I'm home all the time, I see my AC doesn't work, so I got to get a new you know AC and AC control unit. So every one of those things all takes different chips. And that has put a stall on the marketplace because there's just a lack of supply. Um, it's getting down to the effect now where you're having a hard time getting spare keys. Well, that seems weird, but there's a chip in most of the keys these days. I know one of the manufacturers we, we work with actually is shipping their new cars with one key. Just, just so that's they can reduce the chips in any little any area, and that's happened also with uh, some of the other the, the big three manufacturers have shut some plants down or detuned their engines. In GM's case, they've gotten rid of uh, I believe it was Active Fuel Assist uh, because that's one less chip. You know, as as he describes these things, um, and and if you think about it, the there's there's a lot of things that obviously affect. The, the auto industry that that we as just normal citizens are, are of course oblivious to. Um, I'm sure most people didn't know or didn't realize that this past year has been just a banner record year for car sales across the nation and certainly here in Arizona. Um, let's talk about inventory. Sure. Um, and I, I know that you know if you're familiar with you know the the dealers here in the valley. Um, this is a one of the well, I think it's technically either the fourth or fifth largest car market in the United States of America. We're the fifth largest city, and it, it gets kind of convoluted. Um, in used cars, we're, we're probably number two or three in the nation because people come from all over the nation to purchase used cars from Arizona because, of course, we don't have rust and we don't have the inclement weather. Sure. And so there, there, of course, are people that you know from the Midwest and the East Coast that, of course, come here to try to – acquire cars but as it relates to the to the new car inventory um as an example would you give me an idea of normal inventory normal times what you might expect to have say in silverado trucks in in crew cab trucks in and say four by fours on an average you know month how how many might you have you know sitting on the ground available to, for clients to look at versus today uh, generally speaking, we would probably between all the different trim levels, we would probably in, in the different, you know, half ton, three quarter ton, one ton, you know, we would probably have 300 on the ground. We're a larger dealership, so we would probably have a decent amount. So, so, so if you heard that, um, he said on average, close to maybe 300. Now, it could be slightly less. It could be slightly more. It's always moving. But 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 ultimately, because they are a large dealership and because they do sell a lot of cars, um, it's, it's customary for them to have as many as 300 or more. Just we're talking about just Silverado pickup trucks. We're not talking about you know different types of Chevrolets. Right. We're talking about just pickup trucks in inventory. 
I mean, think about how much money that is. 300 trucks, even if you only use 40,000 for the average truck, that's over $12 million in inventory just in trucks. And that number is a really low number to use at 40, I promise you. And so think about what it must cost just for the dealers to have the flooring cost or the overhead expense of having that inventory that they don't have today. So they're saving a ton of money in, 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 in expenses that they would normally have while, um, having no inventory really well please continue well the flip side is is they don't have any inventory to generate profit on the on the sales side so yes you're not now paying now now, now monty we got to be careful with that because now monty works for the dealer and and i he of course now he works in the commercial fleet department so understand that in in that regard when he's helping people He's not the, the typical salesperson that is, you know, trying just to make as much money as he can on every transaction. That's not who he is at all. He's a gentleman that provides a, a unique service for his clients and is a business professional. And it's completely different than, than what some people might experience or perceive a car salesperson to be. What's the inventory like today? How many of those 300 would you say are available? Are we going to have to come back after a break? All right. Wonderful. most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement in customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice. And when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility. 
Independence changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Before we went to break, visiting with Monty in the studio today. Monty's been in the retail automotive industry again now for about 10 years. He works in the commercial fleet department for a large local dealer. And ultimately, they he's able to offer other brands and help people with other things. So I don't think I'm going to tell you the where, but we're going to give him a chance to give out his name and phone number. And if you'd like to give him a call and find out what that might be, you're welcome to do that. And that'll give him an opportunity to share that information. But in the meantime, um, special thanks to the nice people out at Earnhardt Honda. Um, For the last over 10 years, they've just done a wonderful job helping us help our clients. They understand what it is that we do. We're here to help our clients get the very best terms possible. And Joey Staples, the general manager at Earnhardt Honda, I promise you, he gets it. Anyway, for now, I want to get back to speaking with Monty uh, about the inventory levels. And and if you were not here before the break, under normal circumstances, say a year ago, just in Silverado inventory, and that's, you know, different trim levels and crew cabs and one tons and half tons, they might typically have as many as about 300 on the ground in inventory available to sell at any time. What does that look like today, Monty? If I have 20, I would be shocked. 20. 20. And I would probably, and that's on the ground, and probably of those, 10 are probably sold. So um, if you're hearing this, this is why Monty's here today, and it's not just for that one sentence, obviously, but under normal circumstances, if you have 300, and of course, that, you know, there's so many different ways you can get it. You can get a half ton, you can get a three-quarter ton, you can get a one ton, mm-hmm. and, and we were, I, you know, this crew cab, you can get a king cab or extended cab, you can get you know, just a variety of different ways, and to only have 20 on the ground and, and to perhaps have as many of half of them sold, how, how do you go about selling, helping someone get a new truck today? Uh, we in, we do our best, and then in some cases we try and find something that's maybe a year or two old. Um, you know, you still have some people that do trade them in and take good care of them. I mean, uh, but that, of course, the lack of new inventory has raised the values of used inventory. The, pri- the price, and, and we've talked about that as well um, right. right now. Um, and again, we, we often share on the air, if you don't need to buy a vehicle right now, it, it's probably not the time to buy a vehicle. And now if you're selling a vehicle or if you have a, a vehicle like a, a truck that you might want to trade that's in good condition and has been well cared for, Monty, is it worth all the money? Uh, yeah. In fact, I was just I had a quick stop by the office before coming here, and we were just talking about some 2016 three-quarter ton crew cab long bed work trucks. Okay, these have been in the field since 2016, so they're pretty rough. 150,000 miles on them. The truck new probably sold, depending on rebates and all that, for thirty some thousand. 
They went for twenty thousand dollars. Now was this at the auction? No. Or this? Where were these trucks at? Uh, just retail buyers. Oh, I understand. So, so if, if you heard that, and and I did, and one hundred and fifty thousand miles, two thousand sixteen. So you know that's five years old. You know, plus or minus, but five years old. The one hundred and fifty thousand miles for me is a kind of a deal breaker. But if you heard what he said, new being a work truck, probably a thirty thousand dollar truck. Yeah, rebate structure you know, at the time and, you yeah. know plus or minus and and so not exact but it, it wasn't 40 and it was you know what i mean right I agree with that yeah and 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 what he basically said was that people in order to get the truck are having to pay close to 20 plus or minus for one that has a hundred and fifty thousand miles on it and it's five years old and now, it's beat up and and he made that quite clear these are vehicles that were used as work trucks and so you know for gary and i this is not the kind of vehicle that we would typically help someone buy we don't help people typically buy vehicles that are ones that you don't know what you're going to find that's not what we do right. but but more importantly um i the other thing of course that people can do of course is order and i assume that that's something that's become far more prevalent in dealerships or in your dealership is that true or not true i have done in the last year i've done more orders than i probably did in the previous nine and and so if if you're hearing that and i i believe it's true and i and and, and just take it times his personal experience times all the different brands and dealerships across the valley and you know there might be some exceptions in in luxury cars where perhaps they're not having the same not that they're not having you know great success in selling them because the 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 interesting side effect of of this pandemic you know monty mentioned that a lot of people are staying home or working from home well, a lot of people have come into, you know, because they haven't been able to go out and spend money, mm-hmm. a lot of people have gotten some more disposable income and, and, or they have more money than, than they had and they have, you know, they want to spend it. Would you agree or would you? Oh, yeah. The, the, some of the most popular things right now, and it's hard to believe, you know, people are spending $75,000 on a half ton truck and $85,000 on a, you know, a loaded SUV or something along that lines, but we can't keep them in stock. And, and, and that's just, to me, you know, uh, well, it's an, awa- it's an awareness, first off, sure. because, you know, I, I think the, the, and you experience this, I'm sure, and I spent all those years in the retail automotive industry where, where people think that, you know, again, and this isn't everyone, I'm sure. I mean, there's obviously people that know that, hey, the, the market for the dealers is as good as it's ever been, and, you know, they're just... In, in hog heaven for lack of a better description and but there's still people that think that you know the dealers are struggling or having troubles um how do you deal with people like that what's your experience with that it's about education and it's really just about letting them know yeah you're right a lot of people think that you know oh this is pandemic this is going to be a great time for me to go get the best deals there's crazy amount of rebates no it's uh you know kind of econ 101 supply and demand so when uh would you would you stop for one second because i, I want you to say that again um i i try to help people understand that very basic concept but it really really does apply supply and demand yep and right now I would suggest that you would never have experienced it more than today in the automotive industry. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the demand is is up. And what I do, you know, the home, we sell to like the home services people, so you get a lot of those guys. But even on the retail side, there's just you know the, that demand and then the lack of actual inventory to sell. 
there's a lot of vehicles that would have heavier rebates on them that have none. And not only that, you may have to pay sticker to get it. Now, I've heard some crazy stories on some other vehicles of people paying a vehicle that you would normally buy, you know, way less than sticker, that some dealers are getting eight to $10,000 over MSRP. Well, um, you know, I, I well, maybe we can talk about that in the next segment. I, I can tell you that, you know, obviously Gary and I, when we talk about the supply and demand and when a vehicle is hot and popular, that that's not the time to, to be the buyer. It's not the time to, to, if you can avoid it, to be in the market to buy a car. Correct. And so um, before going to break, I would like to also send a special thanks to Lundy's Puria Volkswagen. Um, their tagline is the dealer for the people. Um, they, they mean it. They, they really treat people incredibly well there. And their phone number is 623-875-4000. I'll repeat that. It's 623-875-4000. And I'd also like to send a special thanks out to Chad Sisson. He's the general manager of Rodeo Kia out in Avondale, and he's been running that dealership now for several years. He really knows how to treat people well. He's a great guy. He's a great friend, and really appreciate him. Anyway, we'll be back after a short break. I hope you're enjoying the show today. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. How many buttons? His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Be the perfect parent. 
should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, it, it feels kind of odd to, to not have Gary here this morning. And, of course, um, always he's just always here. And so um, I miss you, Gary. And hopefully the audience is, is going to, you know, bear with me. And I appreciate Monty taking the time to be here. Thank you, Monty. Hopefully but I don't scare him off. I, I don't think you're going to do that, Monty. Okay. I might do it, but I don't think you will. Okay. Um, but if if you are listening and if you do have a pen handy or, or if you could get a pen handy, um, I'd like you to please write down Gary's phone number. Um, it's 602-525-1370. I'm going to repeat that slowly. It's area code 602-525-1370. And, you know, if you're looking to, to get a, a good deal, a great deal, to be treated well, to have all your questions answered, to not be sold anything at all, and if, you know, for any reason you're not thrilled with what the, with the answers you get, um, not be charged a penny, just give Gary a call. It's area code 602, last time, 525-1370. Anyway, I'm going to get back to Monty now. Um, where we left it off um, before the break was that, you know, normal times inventories, close to 300 vehicles on the ground. Today, they, they might be lucky if they had 20 new trucks on the ground and 10 of them might be pre-sold. Um, having to, when people come in, either switch to maybe a, try to find a, a used one. And I was, you know, normally it might be a late model, 30,000 mile, one or two year old, maybe rental that you would be looking for. But Monty gave an example that wasn't as attractive, I'm afraid, because they're that much harder to find today. And the example he gave was where someone, in order to try to find a truck at all, you know, the most recent acquisition was some 16 model work trucks with 150,000 miles on them, which I think they made a purchase of several, and 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 they sold for around 20 grand a piece to to customers because their choices were nothing, or or, or something like that. Now, for myself or Gary. And I'm sure Monty probably feel the same way. Yeah. I'm not going to help you buy that truck. No, that, that's that's not what we do. That would normally be a wholesale unit. Somebody would buy that and, and do something different with it. And and for us, you know, our our job is to to help guide and protect people. And 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 ultimately, I don't feel like we would be guiding and protecting them in their best interest whatsoever if we said, "Hey, we think you should buy this." So I, I know sometimes people are in circumstances where their need forces them to do things that that you know arguably they shouldn't or or they wouldn't if they if they didn't have to um and if you're in that circumstance or situation you know it's it's very unfortunate but gary and i wouldn't help you i mean how how would we be helping you we go help you ruin yourself how how does that help you so um with a shop bill yeah and and who knows what's going to happen because with those trucks is he you know that they're buying for twenty thousand i don't imagine you can buy a bunch of a warranty on a truck with one hundred fifty thousand miles on it and usually if you put one hundred fifty thousand miles on in five years it's usually road hard and put away wet and so for my you agree monty oh yeah yeah and so it's it's especially if it's a work truck exactly Exactly. And so um, how about how about like 
if we if we segue away, and I know commercials kind of your oh, your, your ballywick, but yeah. if we if but with you offering other brands and offering you know cars and, and being able to help even retail clients under certain circumstances, um, how does it look for other models within your brand? Are, are those doing well? Is it just the trucks that are affected? Um. It, no, it's not just the trucks that are affected. I knew that answer, but uh, yeah, everything's no. affected. If it's desirable, it's affected. Right. Um, but I, I want mean, you to uh, say it, not me. Yeah, no, it's about the only thing that's really we have a lot of inventory of is your smaller, like $20,000, like... Chevy Spark type car. Yeah, yeah, or tracks or something along that line. Um, but, you know, those... I mean, because there's twenty thousand dollars people for a car these days, they kind of accept that. Well, you know, and, and when, when twenty thousand dollars ten years ago, we would have gone, "Whoa, what? you know, that's brand new, whatever." You know, that's a, it's a valid point, and, and when you say that, um, and and if you're listening, um, a brand new car they, they start around twenty thousand dollars on average, and and that's kind of true. I mean, it, yeah. I, I think a Honda Civic LX. Four door automatic, which is kind of like their most inexpensive car, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think they even make a DX anymore. They might, um, but that's over twenty thousand dollar MSRP. The Corolla would be the same. Um, approximately, what is the Chevy Spark with a four door automatic with power windows, locks? What's the sticker price of it? Close to twenty? Seventeen? Oh, yeah. Eighteen? E- easy. Nice. Eighteen. Nineteen. Easy. Yeah. And and so um, it's just shocking, you know. And that's you, a small car. That's an overgrown motorcycle. Um, you know, and that's coming from the horse's mouth. Right. Um, I I've never helped anyone purchase one of those, nor has Gary. I'm certain of it. Um, and it's just a, a vehicle that you know it must meet someone's need, and they do sell them. And I, I wouldn't say anything unkind about the car, but. You know, if someone wanted one of those, I, I would just bow out respectfully and, and just not participate or do everything in my power to try to persuade them to buy something bigger, heavier, safer, different. Um, not that they're not safe. I, I don't mean to knock it. No, they've got 10 airbags. They're actually, I've had some clients that have wrecked those cars and they, they love them. And perfect example. We'll be back after a short break. Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a newer pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. We're, we're down to the final segment today, and I've had the pleasure of having Monty Hoskins in studio as a guest. Monty, um, before I'm going to thank some sponsors and do a few things, but before I do that, um, could you take a, a moment and, and give the listening audience a chance to hear your name clearly, your phone number clearly, repeat it, and 
you can tell them all the brands that you could actually help them with and brand new. And obviously if it's a pre-owned vehicle, it could help you with that as well. But, and obviously, you know, when, with, if I were looking as, for example, for a Chevrolet and I had a client that was looking for one, this is the gentleman who I would reach out to and, and inquire as to whether or not he could help me. And so, um, that's just a little tidbit when, you know, when we know people in the industry, we prefer to deal with people that we know and trust, that we know have character and integrity. And anyway, that's a pleasure having Monty here today. And hopefully, you know, you're you're hearing what's going on and it helps you to decide which person you are. Are you the person that was in the market that should get out? Are you the person that's in the market and should stay in because you've got a trade in that you can get all the money for? Are you a person that, you know, should really take some time and, and reflect and kind of think about what should we do? Um, it's, it's important that you not rush into a decision like buying a 150,000 mile 2016 for 20,000 bucks because you can't get a new one. Um, I think that's overreacting. I think it's like when we had the gas price issue years ago and gas prices got up to $4 a gallon and people were trading in dualies for civics. Um, they overreacted and overreacting usually ends up costing people money. Anyway, special thanks to Adam Breen and Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Um, over the last several years, um, I don't know how many times Adam's assisted our clients, my clients, Gary's clients. Um, you go into his office, he's the general manager of the dealership, and he does the deal in his office and shows you everything and gives you the very best terms he'll ever do right then and there. I don't know what you want to have happen if you're thinking about buying a new Hyundai, but I can assure you that when we help someone, they have a wonderful experience. Anyway, also want to send out a special thanks to, and they always get double billing, and it's not really fair, but at Rodeo Ford, there's Alex Medina, who's the general manager, and David Garcia, who's the general sales manager. And David's so wonderful that more often than not, we just never need to bother Alex. But Alex was my friend first, and I almost lost the relationship, it feels like, because... David just does such a great job helping our clients and and helping when when we need more for the trade or we need to get a better interest rate or need to have something go, you know, not the way that they would want it to go. He's the guy that steps up and helps us make those deals and I just really, really appreciate. Anyway, so after that long diatribe, it was not really a diatribe, that part was important stuff. Uh, um, sponsors. That was important stuff. But getting back to Monty... Um, Go ahead and answer the question. Tell them your phone number. Tell them how to get a hold of you. Tell them what they could get from you, and we'll go from there. Sure. So, um, again, my name is Monty Hoskins. My phone number is 480-335-8998. That's my cell phone. You're not going to go through an answering service. You just call me directly. Um, the Primarily, I represent the Chevy and uh, on the commercial side, Isuzu, and we also have a, a, a Chrysler store as well. Now, on the Isuzu side, when you mention that, mm -hmm. um, most people may not really be familiar with Isuzu or what Isuzu offers today. And in, in fact, I would be guilty of being one of those people. Would you mind sharing what what, what that might be? Well, Isuzu used to have a full passenger car line and they probably do in other parts of the world but uh, here in the states they don't anymore they don't have that presence anymore so when i say isuzu i'm talking pretty much the commercial box trucks you see um they're what we call a low cab forward very maneuverable they get around pretty easily i'm starting to slip into commercial guy mode here um but uh you know they they are vital they're and the nice thing about the isuzu is they run forever 
for a consumer. And if you're me, that's not a good thing because that means I'm not selling you an Isuzu as much as I could. Uh, their average lifespan is like 330,000 miles. Are those diesel or non-diesel? Uh, diesels. So they are diesel. Diesels, yeah. And uh, on the gas engines, which are becoming more prevalent, and they're actually putting them in the higher gross vehicle weight uh, Suzu chassis, they're coming out with the gas engine, which is the GM 6.6 liter gas engine. Now, you know, just take a moment on, on that. Why does someone pick an Isuzu over a Chevrolet? Do they, what do they offer that's different that provides customers with a, an opportunity that makes an Isuzu something viable for them? I got to be careful because um, we, we sell both the Chevys and the Isuzus, and the Chevys are actually rebranded at uh, they're, they're an Isuzu built by Isuzu, but they're rebranded or private labeled, if you will, um, and, and, badged under the Chevy emblem. So we and, have and, both. And, and which and which which version is that of of the Chevrolet? Is that that's it's the low cab forward truck. Low, oh, gotcha. And, and so the low cab forward trucks is the one that you you see that they're very short. Uh, front end of the vehicle. There's no real hood over it. It's a cab over design. In other words, the engine's underneath the cab. And the reason we use that, and and that's a very uh, popular truck probably throughout the world, probably 90% of the world uses that style of a truck because it's extremely maneuverable. You can turn that thing around. I've taken a 30-foot-long Isuzu and turned it around one shot in two lanes, not... 12-point turn, nothing like that. You just whip it around in one shot. They're that maneuverable. Wow. Well, so there's hopefully something that everyone learned today, including myself, about the Suzu and Chevrolet and joint venture and a a few different things there. Anyway, um, the other things to talk about today, you know, really just want to make sure that if you are in the market and you're thinking about getting a new vehicle, be aware that in many cases... Not all, but many cases, it, it's just not a buyer's market. It's just, you know, and, and that's not good for you know me to say out loud because obviously, you know, my job is to help people um, acquire vehicles, but it's not to help people make bad decisions. That's not what we do. And so um, if you would like to reach me, um, Dana Southern, my phone number is area code 602-679-8324. And I'll repeat that. It's 602-679-8324. You can also, of course, email. Um, and, you know, when Gary and I talk about that, it's it's one of those things that I, I'm going to ask Monty, he probably experiences a similar thing. If someone sends you an email and you answer questions in that email, um, what does what, does it not normally just trigger more questions for the other person to ask that then triggers another email that then triggers more questions to ask that then triggers another email? What's your experience with that? Because that's kind of mine and Gary's. Yeah, and and quite frankly, I think if you, if that is the dialogue, you're having a back and forth where you're uh, both parties are asking questions. That's kind of the way it should be. Instead of me telling you, Dana, I think you really love this version of this vehicle, and tell me, let me tell you why you should buy it. Well, I should and- find out your needs first, and then go back and forth on it. It's a, it's a, a simple thing, just asking some questions because I don't need to slam you in some vehicle that may not be the right vehicle for you. Well, I, I certainly agree with that logic. Um, without question, um, the <laughs> definitely agree with that logic. Anyway. Um, for for now, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I meant to cover today that I haven't covered. Um, but one more reminder for Gary. Um, you can reach Gary, 602-525-1370. I'll repeat it, 
1370. As a reminder, I don't think we've talked about this recently, but um, when Gary or I assist someone in purchasing a vehicle, just the same as when we started this a little over 10 years ago, um, we don't collect anything up front. We don't collect anything in the middle. Um, we collect at the end of the transaction after we've completed all the paperwork. After you've left the business office, if we're at a dealership, meaning you've signed all the documents necessary to complete the transaction, you've decided on whether or not you saw value in an extended service contract, you know, with Gary or myself helping you, um, we're pretty strict about it being from the factory, being an offering that, in other words, if if it was a Chevrolet, it's going to be a GMPP offering, and we're going to make sure that the dealership sells in a relationship to its cost. And, and we're just pretty strict without, you know, boring. And of course, Monty's kind of familiar with this already. Um, if you're financing the vehicle, um, we're going to either guide you to where the lowest rate is available, or often the manufacturers have submitted programs where, at least initially, it makes sense to go through the dealer. Um, well, through the manufacturer, not through the dealer. And if that is the case, we'll guide you accordingly. Sometimes, you know, the it can get kind of tricky because, you know, with rebates and incentives and special rate financing, you may not know the right direction to go. I assure you, Gary and I can guide you to the right way, help you understand why. And, you know, if for some reason you don't agree, I guess you can always pay more and do it the other way. But I'm sure you'll You'll see the the logic. Although, you know, and speaking of that, and it's kind of crazy, but I had a, a lovely lady who, um, their family, I helped acquire um, several vehicles over a few-year window. The first vehicle I helped them buy was a, a new BMW, um, and it was a lovely 535 model. And at the end of the transaction, after everything had been completed, I collected my $400 flat fee, just like I always do when it's a completed transaction. And then when we got the second BMW at the end of the transaction, I, of course, collected the $400 flat fee. When we went to help her husband, Red, get his new vehicle, which happened to be Red, um, he was a retired firefighter. And I've helped a lot of firefighters over the years acquire vehicles, and I have a special passion for helping them. Anyway, when we got to the terms on the third vehicle, which was the, the new pickup truck for him. At that time, the manufacturer was offering a $1,000 additional incentive to the buyer, to the customer, if they would finance through Chrysler. And, um, of course, she was you know, in a financial position where she had paid cash for the BMW. She would paid cash for the second BMW. And, of course, she had the ability and intended to pay cash for the new truck. And it, it, the only thing I can tell you is it, it, the way that it works with in that particular case is not only do you get the $1,000 um, additional incentive, but you actually also save the sales tax in the transaction. And so it's actually like $1,080. They don't take the rebate off the bottom. They take it off the selling price. So you're not even taxed on the dollar amount. Anyway, from there, in explaining that by taking advantage of using their financing, they didn't have to finance the whole car. The The way that it works with most banks is they have like a minimum amount that they, they make you finance. And so as an example, through Chrysler, that number is $7,500. So if you finance $7,500 instead of $55,000, um, needless to say, you pay a lot less interest on your loan. 
And the purpose is not to have a loan at all, but to, of course, take advantage of the money that the manufacturer is offering. And so I recommended that we, for the purpose of utilizing those extra funds, finance just $7,500 for 36 months, so for a short term, and then I guided her to pay it off just as quickly as she could. Now, in some cases, the the dealer can be in a circumstance where if the consumer pays off the vehicle you know, right away, um, they can be subject to like a chargeback where the 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 person that the manufacturer who offered the incentive of the $1,000 um, essentially takes it back from the dealer if the consumer pays off the loan before, say, 120 days or 90 days. So it really depends on the scenario because if, if the dealership is really going to be hurt, if my friend was going to be hurt and actually lose money, the person that's helping me help someone, well, we're going to make four payments or three payments if that's what we truly have to do. But in many cases, you don't really have to make the three or four payments. It's just what they think. And you can just make pay it off when you get your very first statement. And so if, you know, not to complicate things with math, but if you finance $7,500 for 36 months and whether you pay it off after one payment or four payments, you're not going to pay $100 in finance charge. Not possible. But you'd save the $1,080. Well, this young lady, after explaining this, I thought pretty effectively, said, I'm just going to pay cash still. And I shared with her that, you know, it just kind of hurt my feelings because when I'd helped her buy the first BMW and get a great deal and used all my skill sets to do so, earned $400, second time earned $400, helped him get the best deal possible in the new truck, earned $400. Um, but you're going to throw away $1,080 just to throw it away? I guess I wasn't as effective as I thought I should have been. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.